You're listening to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority in their families. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Todd Lesher. It's really good to be with you all. Today, we've got artist and producer Day Lee on the podcast. Day Lee is a Grammy-nominated producer, recording artist with five albums to his name, and an app developer and a leader focusing on influencing the next generation through business, innovation, and passion. Day Lee, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Todd. Well, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? So, if I put it in a nutshell, um, I am originally from Norfolk, Virginia. Came here to Charlotte in 2001 to study multimedia web design. But even before that, I realized that I was very interested in music. Um, was introduced to producing by my uncle, who was actually worship leader at my church back home. Um, but prior to that, I had no interest um, in being a producer or being an artist. Um, but he uh, gave me a keyboard early on, and I really got hooked. So when I moved here to Charlotte, honestly, my whole goal with coming to school here is to learn how to do web design, which combine art, music, video, and all that jazz. And I was like, okay, I can find a job I wouldn't hate and still be able to fund my passion of music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of... Uh, what kicked things off for me and really, I mean, it's continuing today, um, continuing to write music, produce music, but, uh, you know, raising a professing home of, of believers, uh, in a pretty, I would say, uh, non-God honoring neighborhood, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't, Virginia's just weird to where it's in the middle, right. um, to where, uh, here in Charlotte, you know, it's, it's custom, yeah. Everybody on Sunday get up, go to church. Yeah. Not so much where I was from, but uh, that didn't stop us. So interesting background, just the diversity of, of mm-hmm. influence as well as just arenas that I that I played in. So, but musically, that's how I got into it, and was privileged to work on, like you said, an album that was nominated for a Grammy, won a Stellar, a Dove Award. But definitely just been doing a lot of other producing with local artists here as well um, and producing my own music. So, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your music. Mm -hmm. I mean, you went from producer to performer, Mm -hmm. and uh, a number of famous producers have become performers Mm -hmm. in one way or another. And that's a little bit of your story as well. So, how did you get out from behind the board and in front of the microphone? Yeah, so I never, even with producing, I never really, I had no passion mm-hmm. um, for being in front of people. Personality-wise, I'm more of an introvert, and I'm fine not talking and not being noticed. Um, but once I started to produce music, you know, automatically you think, okay, what would it sound like if somebody <laughs> actually put some lyrics and there was a voice over yep. this music? So, um I started to just write music and just play around just to hear somebody over the music, um, as well as just doing stuff with my neighbors and stuff like that. So it's kind of just snowballed from there to where it's like, once it got to a point like, okay, I'm actually okay writing. It's not not that bad. It still didn't give me a passion to be in front of people. but So I started writing, creating music, but even that you can keep to yourself. Um, But it wasn't until I moved here to Charlotte where uh, I guess it's expected. When you make music, you need to perform it. Yeah. But thankfully, there was a group of young, 
uh, I guess Christian hip hop artists here in town, and we um, went around from church to church, youth event to youth event, and we performed together. And yeah, I'm glad you know, video phones and smartphones weren't that big at the time because I was pretty horrible <laughs> at performing. <laughs> uh, I could just remember just standing, and you know, I was confident. Well, I felt good about the music that I had at that point, but the delivery of the music, I knew that it's like, yeah, it's a lot of help. Yeah, Got to hone the craft. And I, I, I still have these dreams like one day, and honestly, I believe that day is here. It'll be okay for the artist to perform behind a curtain. Mm. And in certain ways, we do that today, you know what I mean? Whether it's backlit to where the person is just a shadow, you right. really can't see their face, you know what I mean? So... So yeah, that's kind of how I got into it, but um, I think more of my, I'm very big on why and strategy mm-hmm. and how does this work? Okay, that's cool, but how is it going to, I'm very big on that, and I think that's really what started to get me excited about performing my music, because it was yeah. like, okay, one, the message is important, two, just because you're saying something doesn't mean you're connecting with people and they mm-hmm. that you're delivering it in a way that they can receive it. So it started to make me think about, okay, this is a song. This is a group of people. How do I need to deliver this in such a way to where they will be open to receiving it and I can really just impart you know, the message that I'm trying to convey? So I feel like I'm more excited about that than being in front of people yeah, as a performer. Yeah. So. Like a king, I don't fear a thing, yeah, yeah. Understand I'm clean, God runs the scene, yeah, yeah. Don't peep game and don't play yourself. Rings and things fade on the shelf. Well, I want to jump off on that because mm-hmm. I grew up in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. where it was kind of the uh, infancy era of hip hop, for sure, where it was coming from. And now it's just pervasive, it's all over the place, sure. and uh, everybody is listening to hip hop. And the way that you described it is there's this message and this delivery. Mm-hmm. So give our parents just a perspective on hip-hop and rap. The question is, why mm-hmm. is it so popular, and why do people connect with it so well? Yeah, honestly, I, even when you sent me this question, it made me think about, okay, why does anyone gravitate to any type of music? Sure. And typically you get your sense for what you like and don't like musically early on. I think that's changing a lot with streaming and being exposed to different things. But um, whether it's hip hop or rock music, it's I feel like the younger generation finds something they can call their own. Yeah. Either they create it. Most times they create it. Um, and it just becomes something they can own and they start to, you know, place their messages in it whatever their message is you know um so for me when i got started and there were there were a number of not a ton but there were a number of christians who did hip-hop music Mm -hmm. um when i started there wasn't a ton but for the ones i did know like cross movement which was a big influence for me um it was very apparent why they were making music and i mean it was very apparent there was no mistake about it um no this actually john wells of cross movement now lives here in charlotte so Mm. i've had a chance to connect with him but uh for me hmm, 
one, the youth, they say, you're the future. Uh-huh. But in a lot of ways, they are the now. When it comes to yeah. marketing products, they're marketing, for the most part, to that group of individuals. Mm-hmm. So they they have a lot of power. So when it comes to me and writing music and hip-hop, um, I just saw it as, one, something that I enjoyed. Therefore, you know, there's a lot of people that are like me. Therefore, let me, one, again share my message of my life just yeah. like anyone else would, whether it's be a believer or not. I think it's not, I don't, I don't even want to say a duty like I have to, mm-hmm. but you just want to. Okay. That's what hip hop was all about is about spreading the message of what's going on. Cause I, in the early stages, it was one of, and this is aside from Christian hip hop. This is what some people may call conscious rap back in the days yeah. um, was all about talking about the realities of where they lived what they were dealing with that the masses were ignoring. Um, I want to throw out an example for the parents. Don't act shocked. NWA. You probably sure. know what that yeah. means. Yeah. If you don't, Google it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was all about, okay, yes, you see this on TV, you see this, but you're ignoring a whole group of people. This is real life. And what, exactly, yeah. very yeah. much so. And just like anyone, no matter who you are, what your background is, you want to be able to see yourself or hear yourself and identify with a group of people. So I believe hip hop was that and honestly is that today to where, and it was very, it was always very authentic, very raw and very truth filled. Now that's changed a lot to where it's become, well, marketable to Mm -hmm. where now you know, we create songs to market to people, you know. Yeah. I use cottonell toilet paper, you know, if it's sell, <laughs> somebody will do that, you know. But uh it's it's Did always hook, been talk about cottonell toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sponsorship, sponsorship yeah. for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. But no um but no, is it was all about speaking the truth of who you are, where yeah. you are, because one you're you're not an island. There's other people who agree and are waiting for someone to say that. So yeah, and the way I would summarize that up is for the parents to know that when it comes to uh, music, media, whatever it is, I think kids, teenagers in particular, gravitate towards something that gives them an identity or something that they identify with, and mm-hmm. they go either I want that life or that life gets me. For sure. And I connect with it. For sure. And so there's a lesson there for all the parents is to know what your kids are listening to because, not to shut it down, because it's going to tell you something about your kids mm-hmm. and what their kind of worldview is or what they're letting influence them. And so you can meet them on their level mm-hmm. in that way. But you are using hip hop to get a message across. You sure. And so you've, you've kind of defined this medium. Mm-hmm hip-hop, music, in that way, but you want to use it to help people see God, sure, themselves, and the world a little differently. So how would you explain that? Yeah, I mean, even, not to nitpick the way you said that, but I feel like a lot of times, even outside of music, whether it's in Christianity and living a Christian life, it's been segmented so much yep. to where, no, this is one piece. It yep. isn't Sunday church life. And then what you do on Monday, you know, yeah, is not that. So even with my music and the way I choose to use it is one of, yes, 
sharing the the core message, which is one of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and salvation, but it's also a thing of um, marrying that with one. I'm an individual. Yes, I have a life. Yes, I'm married. I have kids, and mm-hmm. all the things that come with that, and how Christ intersects that. You know what I mean? So, um, and I think a lot of times, especially with youth, is a thing of authenticity. Yeah. If I'm, you know, spraying or just spurting out verse after verse after verse after verse. Okay, great, 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 mm-hmm. great. Bible, yeah, yeah. But how does that work within your life? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know, uh, okay, so when someone does cut you off in traffic or when somebody flicks you off or when somebody isn't kind to you, how does everything you just said come into action? So, exactly. So I think, and again, I feel like hip hop is a great medium to do that because you can, one, I think a lot of people just tell me, you know, you can just, you can say so much in a hip hop song. Yeah. Because of the rhythm and Mm -hmm. the speed of it. Yes, you can do that. Um, But I believe... That also you you just have the you have the opportunity and not to say other music doesn't have the opportunity and funny enough I bring up country music mm-hmm. I've started to pay a lot, a lot more attention to country music because for some reason country is the type of music to where they can talk about getting drunk last night and then thank you Jesus you know what I mean it's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious yeah. But at the same time, I bring that up because I think a lot of times those two things are not spoken about within the same breath, even mm-hmm. though it exists. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not saying that those things are the right things, but to act as if they don't exist is is not full. It's not the full truth. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, there aren't any perfect examples in the Bible of people God used. Actually, he used the people that you would not think they, that he would use. Mm-hmm. So I think in the same same sense uh you can create impactful music that exposes your flaws but also speaks about how christ can redeem you know i mean so that's that's kind of the way i like to use it and again it's not ignoring the realities and i think that is a big reason why um youth gravitate towards it as well as it may be used as a rebel type of music because it's like, okay, you guys are painting half of the picture. Yes, the other half may not be pretty, but guess what? Don't act as if it doesn't exist. So, Imagine if we love more than we hate and if we weren't judged by the skin on our face and care for the next man wasn't out of place because we all knew one day we need that same grace. We gotta close our eyes and dream that better place Our youth losing lives, guns sealing their fate Man, so much more I want to say But I just listen quietly and hear God say Well, that's it. That's how you bring a man from 2,000 years ago into the For current. Sure. Correct. And I think we do people, all people, not just youth in general, but all people a disservice when we just teach them to know the Bible instead of knowing how to apply it to the very real life stuff. I love how you said it, from Sunday to Monday. Mm. It's like, what you say on Sunday, better not stay there, right. it better apply to Monday, because Monday's coming. For sure, but that's what you just said, that is discipleship. Yep. And that's what we're called to do, yep. make disciples, and that's a walking alongside throughout life. That's not a preaching to and give you all the right Bible verses. And again, it's no knock to the previous generation, but I think 
a lot of that, and we're talking about our generation growing mm-hmm. up, it was a lot of rules and a lot of what you should and what you shouldn't yeah, formulas, do. formulas. Right? Very much. Yep. But it was not why. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kids love that. You know, I have a four and a five year old. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? You yeah. get tired of that real quick. You know what I mean? But it, I'm even challenged within myself to where, okay, yes, she's asking why 15 million times, <laughs> but you know what? I actually want her to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that will actually allow what she chooses to do to be something that's more ingrained into her life mm-hmm. and she lives out rather than, I'm just doing this because that's it. You know what I mean? Yep. So, Well, and the controversial part of that when you bring it to discipleship mm-hmm. is when they ask why, the most unhelpful answer nowadays is because the Bible said so. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't work sure. anymore. you got to be able to say, here's what the Bible says right here, and now let's help you understand For sure. what it means. For so sure. I appreciate that you're trying to do that with your music and blend real life with this message of hope For and sure. grace and love. Yep. And it's really good. Well, you're not just doing music. Mm-hmm. And so you've got an entrepreneurial spirit about you and focus. And so tell us a little bit about some of the projects that you've been working on, whether it's some of your web design or your app development and For how sure. you're trying to bring together the message of your music with some of this technology. For sure. Um, so as I was talking to Todd before we started recording, I am one of those creatives that's not fully creative, mm-hmm. like, you know, living in my mom's basement, <laughs> playing in a band type creative, <laughs> and I'm not totally one of, you know, I don't know if you want to call it, you know, in an office, in a cubicle, mm-hmm. typing. I'm not that type of person. I'm kind of an awkward blend that I've always enjoyed knowing the answers to the whys. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed... Um, figuring out why does this connect in that way. So even with my music, as I talk about performing, um, like this past year, honestly, years prior, I've just been paying attention to this elusive music business and how technology intersects with it. And um, I've, I don't know if you said already, but I've actually changed the way I release music due to that knowledge. Mm. Um, Again, there's always... I feel like with all truth, there's always the risk mm-hmm. when going against the grain or what's been known to yeah, sure. this is what we do. So with me, it was a thing of, okay, I understand why people stream music, why they buy on iTunes, X, Y, Z. I understand all that. But at the same time, even to draw it back to a spiritual responsibility standpoint, um, and again, I'm going to drop some stats on you guys yeah, that please. you may or may not care about. <laughs> Stat um, away. <laughs> using tools which honestly have become major tools for artists is social media, mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and stuff like that. Um, and I use them for daily. But the stats are, if you only, you only reach 9.7 something percent of your followers or people who said that they like your music, fans or what have you, you only reach less than 10% of them organically. So if I post a, a video of my new song or my new music video, only say if I have a thousand people following me, only a hundred of them right. may see that. And again, I understand from a business standpoint, Instagram or Facebook will gladly allow you to pay to reach the rest of the people that have said they like your music. But for me, again, going back to just a spiritual responsibility, this is like you saying, saying, Todd, hey, I want you to shepherd this this group of a thousand people. But you know what? When you speak, 
I'm actually going to allow a hundred of them to hear you. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, that's not me. I'm not really being faithful with the people God has placed in front of me and the relationships that God has placed me in front of. So, um, so I've taken a step back from that partially. I still use it. Great tool again to reach out to new people, but I've actually launched an app, a daily app where, um, I, uh, release my music where I post anything you do on Instagram or Facebook. I do it within my app. But the big thing is I have direct connection with all of those people. Mm. If I post a new video, everyone who has my app and has notifications turned on, get a notification that I posted a video. Anytime I'm in my chat room, everyone gets a notification that Daily's in the chat room. I can also send text messages and voice messages directly Mm. to those people. Again, it's a thing of, again, from a business standpoint, and definitely the music industry is that's been people have just been taken advantage of mm-hmm. in so many ways. And this is the thing of okay, hopefully when you know better, you do better. And this is me trying to, okay, let me do better with the relationships that God has given me. Because no, I don't have a hundred thousands of fans. Mm. But after this podcast you will. Uh, yes, that's <laughs> what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's like and even this makes me think, you know, he who is faithful with a few, God yep. is like, Am I even being faithful with a few? Yeah. You know what I mean? So now that I do know that I wasn't, I had to change that. So again, I'm excited. Daily app is on Apple and is on Android. So that's what I'm releasing my music and my music videos to first. Well, I want I want you to take that a little bit farther, okay? Because with you, what you just said, faithful a little, faithful with much. Mm-hmm. Uh, give our parents a perspective that they can pass on to their kids mm-hmm. in the way that our faith in Jesus should influence how we approach business, art, creativity, innovation, and culture. Mm-hmm. You know. And I don't think it's to flee from it. For sure. Or to only get it packaged in the Christian bookstore. For sure. I think we're called to something bigger For than sure. that. So help us understand how your faith drives your innovation and, and creativity and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, was, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest way I can think of it because I think it's very... You can very easily get off track with thinking smart, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, um, to where, okay, this is what I need to do. I'm going to do this and then add, ask God to bless it. So I rather, let's start off with one, recognizing, okay, God gave you what you have and that you're about to use, whether it's music, whatever it is. Um, and if you start there and filter everything through that, God promises that, yes, the Holy Spirit will direct you in that. Um, so... Just to give an example, whether it's a opportunity with a new song, someone wants to help me out. Um, uh, <laughs> even the conversations we have, the Holy Spirit will convict mm. you. Um, and and I'll explain why I'm giving the answer where I am. Uh, but the Holy Spirit will convict you whether, okay, yeah, that you may be able to get more opportunity with that, more ears, whatever, but the way they're going about that isn't morally correct. Sure. Yeah, that's around, they're going around the bush. To, you know, mm-hmm. it, the Holy Spirit will convict you as well as just the knowledge you have, hopefully will convict you about that. Um, 
But I say that because um, what the Holy Spirit may instruct me to do may be different for someone else. Mm -hmm. Me personally, where I am, and again, leaving space for not just artists, but for people to grow, because where I am right now, God may not want me to be, just to give an example, performing in a club. Sure. You know what I mean? That's, I may not be ready for that. But for someone else, it may be totally different. Yeah. I'm not saying that doing that is wrong, but I am saying that I need to allow God to guide me. Mm. You know what I mean? So uh, for me personally, I'm all about um, pursuing culture, mm. being in it, in it, not of it. Mm -hmm. um, what that means and how that fleshes out, I think is different for different right. people. Um, so when it comes to even Royal, I was very intentional in how I wrote that mm -hmm. to where, okay, this is something that for you as a believer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The references are directly from the Bible. You right. know exactly. But I, but it was written in such a way to where even someone who just wants to feel valuable, you know, I'm a king, I'm royal, mm -hmm. you know, they may get prideful with it. But if they really start to listen and it's played over and over again, I trust yep. that their eyes and their, and their hearts will be open to this isn't like what I thought it was. It's actually a little different. And yeah. my hope is that they will dig deeper and hopefully God will put someone in their life. If it's not me to actually un unpack that song for them. Yeah. So, well, that, that mentality, the, the heritage of that mentality is incredible because God is not afraid to use whatever means to sure. get his message across. Correct. He'll use a burning bush. He'll use the mouth of a donkey and he'll use a human it, taking the body of a human to communicate his to message, sure. and he'll use rap and hip-hop to exactly. get his message across. So just what you're saying, there's power in that mentality. Is Let me give this to God, and he'll take it, and he'll run mm -hmm. with it. And what he does, he gets credit for. Just think about it's it. Good. Some of the most, I want to say notor not notorious in a bad way, but some of the most well-known hip-hop personalities, whether it's Biggie Smalls or Tupac, I feel like... A lot of conversations that I've either observed or had about Tupac and how he's so poetic. Um, again, he's he was one of those 180 guys, you know what uh -huh. I mean? He could be uh -huh. over here one day and over yeah. here on another day. Yeah. But some of the things that people have taken away from what he says, like, that's, that's a godly principle, what you mm -hmm. just took away from that, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, and again, just like you said, Todd, is like, we as people, we want to create a mold of what it should look like mm -hmm. when and I think we we're talking about this well before just with with kids and how okay is is this a, is a kid is this kid a project or is this kid in a process that mm -hmm. God has allowed you mm -hmm. to be a part of parents you hear that mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that <laughs> so I think the same is true with whether it's kids whether it's just you know your, your child's process in life to where okay there isn't a perfect mold for yep. me as an artist. Um, and God can use whatever he deems fit mm -hmm. to use. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I just, it makes us feel very uncomfortable, mm -hmm. very uncomfortable. But I don't think God hey, did this to make us comfortable. <laughs> exactly. I don't think God, his plan or ultimate yeah. purpose for you is, let me make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, so if you feel uncomfortable about something, I, I think that, that's when God wants us to run to him and figure, okay, all right, what does God have to say about this? Yeah. Not, okay, let me make myself feel comfortable. Yeah, God is always up to something good. For sure. You know? I need your help with this. Yeah. If you're beautiful and you're wonderfully made, believe that truth and let the world hear you say. 
So let's let's finish up with kind of the comment about um, project or process. Okay. How can parents fl- fan the the flame that mm-hmm. God's wired their child with mm-hmm. in in creativity and art and business and innovation and serving and whatever it may be? When parents notice it, they go, "Man, God is doing something. Let me fan that." Sure. Um. Hmm. Even before you get fanning, get to fanning. Uh, it's, I think it's very important that one, and I'll include myself in this, one, know myself in my own identity. Because I think a lot of times out of skewed identities or views of ourselves, we try to, um, and I'll say it, just manipulate our children to be certain things that we couldn't be or that we didn't do um, or that we thought we should have done better. Uh, so even with the kid, one, first with ourselves, know who we are in Christ. Second, make it our first priority to make sure they know who they are in Christ, mm. aside from yeah. any talents, any pursuit of anything, because that yeah. doesn't matter, you know, void of knowing who they are in Christ. Um, but once that, and again, that's a process as well. It's not a, oh, check that box, they're done. That's not a process. I mean, it's a process. Um, but once you're heading in the right direction with that, I think, well, I know it's important to pay attention to your kids because mm-hmm. you can't push them gently and encourage them in certain directions that you're not aware of. But I do think it's very important early on, not wait until you're in high school. Oh, what are you going to do mm-hmm. for college? Mm-hmm. No, early on, start to notice and not the stereotypical, oh, soccer, right? right. ballet, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. but truly pay attention to them. And honestly, I feel like take your hands off of what you want them to be. Hmm. Um, yeah. My parents, again, they had no idea. If I went back home today and people knew what I did, they'd like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, they would have no idea. But that's the type of stuff that God does. Yeah. If you're looking for a biblical example here, go into the Bible and say, okay, oh, was David the guy that, you know, exactly. was he yes. built to, you know, yeah. slay Goliath? You know, it's, I don't think there's any examples of that in the Bible. So, Give yourself the freedom as well as your child mm. the freedom um, of being what God wants yeah, them to be, be. Be open to that unexpected surprise. I love that. Very I much love so. That. But I do, again, maybe I didn't answer your question correctly. I do believe it's very important that uh, we shepherd that process. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. That's it. That's, yes. that's what you're yep. emphasizing there. Shepherd, shepherd that shepherd process. Yep. Don't force it. We talk about that a lot. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. It's really great. Well, Daily, I would love for parents to be able to connect with you or cool. share your music with their kids. Sure. So it's all really good stuff. Parents would love for you to be playing it in your house or, as they say, <laughs> bumping it in your car, mm, whatever it is. Yes. So tell us everything. <laughs> Website, uh, app. Sure. What, where, wherever they can find your music. Cool. So you spell my name D-A-E-L-E-E, and my website is D-A-E-L-E-E.com. And from there, you can get links to my social media, to my to my app as well. Um, but if you search the App Store for daily, you'll, you'll see me, D-A-E-L-E-E. Very good. Do yep. you have any final advice for our listeners? Uh, I don't think so. I feel like I forgot to say something, but I don't remember it. So maybe that's God saying, okay, <laughs> let's end it. <laughs> We're done. Well, good. Well, Daily, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Sure. Thank you, This Ty. is great. Let me say a prayer. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for using us, uh, your humans, and you created us in uh, your image, and we are yours. And so I pray that you would use us, uh, that you would use the parents and the kids and daily and myself to get this message of your goodness out into the world in the intersection of life and faith and how you meet us right there in the middle. Thank you for this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Parent on, parents, you got this. Thanks for joining us for the Forest Hill Parenting Podcast, where we want to inspire parents to make faith in Jesus the priority in their families. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you showed your support by sharing, subscribing, and rating this podcast on iTunes. To watch our services live or find the campus nearest to you, visit foresthill.org.